Welcome to SWAT Radio. It is Doug McCary. It is Wednesday, November 16th. And as you heard in the news, the 2024 election for president is now underway, apparently. At least that's what they say on the news. I've heard it three or four times uh, because uh, former President Donald Trump announced um, yesterday, last night to be specific, that he was... Uh, running, he officially launched his uh, bid for the White House and um, declared that uh, America's comeback starts right now. And it's going to be an interesting uh, race. Uh, by the way, uh, if you're just tuning into SWAT Radio, SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And the SWAT Radio program and podcast started out of the SWAT Radio Bible Studies. We meet, I have five different groups that meet here in the Jacksonville area. We have one that meets, uh, met this morning at Woody's Barbecue on Solana Road, one that met today at the Salem Center here where we broadcast out of, off of Bentley Road over near Phillips and uh, Butler Boulevard. Tomorrow morning, we have one that meets at Jumping Jack's House of Food down in uh, Mandarin uh, over off San Jose Boulevard. Thursday night, we do a Zoom. If you want to be included in that link, you can send an email to Doug at SWATradio.com. That's D-O-U-G at SWATradio.com. Doesn't matter where you're from. We have people join us from Michigan, uh, Georgia, Washington State, uh, Maryland. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the places. We have people for a lot of different places. So you're welcome to send an email, and you can join us on that Zoom, SWAT Zoom Bible study. And then... A Friday morning down at the Village Inn in St. Augustine at 9 o'clock. And so uh, today, uh, Brad is still out in Texas with his grandson who uh, underwent heart surgery. And I think their last update was they might be letting him go home with them. Uh, Not sure when they'll be back, but uh, sitting on Brad's side of the table today is Mike Savini. Mike uh, is a part of the Beaches SWAT, and uh, I was out of town last week, and Mike taught out there, and uh, he has been a part of that SWAT group for a while. He he does his got some own discipleship groups he meets with, and so I invited Mike to come in and join me today. Mike, welcome to SWAT Radio on the mic. How you, how's how's it going? Good, good. Thanks for um, having me on, Doug. That's appreciate good. it. Well, you have been a good brother, um, you know, and. Um, I just thought during this first segment, since uh, you might people get to know you a little bit, where'd you grow up? I grew up in the, uh, born out in California, and then we grew up in the northwest corner of Georgia, right next to Chattanooga, Tennessee. Okay. What part of California? Um, Los Angeles. L.A. You yeah. grew up there? No, we moved when I was young. Okay. Um, when I was about eight years old, we moved to um, the uh, Georgia area, so kind of grew up there. And uh, moved to Jacksonville about three years ago from uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Lived there for a decade. Okay. And uh, and how long you been in Jacks? About three years. Three years. Well, uh, and you've been part of SWAT for a pretty good time. I mean, like uh, a couple of years, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. 
you've been a, a staple out there uh, cooking and serving mm-hmm. and uh, and and I appreciate you teaching last week and uh, I wanted you to to be a part um, how did you come to faith in Christ well I came to faith in Christ when I was about 12 years old um, I was in the back of a church and I could feel that presence that heaviness and the Holy Spirit was working on me and um and i just accepted the lord right there in the back of a little country church my mom had allergies so i i got sent on a, a school bus you know the the back in small towns they would take buses come around pick you up and bring you to the church that's yeah. it and and i accepted the lord and uh it took me a while to to really get a hold of the whole deal because i didn't have anybody to disciple me or walk me through it or go down the road or show me how to do it so it took me a while to really understand and fully get devoted to the Lord. Yeah. So, uh, but it happened in, in Charleston or was it? No, that's what, that was in Georgia. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, well, I am so glad that, uh, you were here and that, uh, and you were walking and you got, you got uh, a group you meet with, right? You got a, your own little group that you're discipling. Yeah. So about 15 years ago, I was kind of walking down the street and the Lord clearly told me, he said, Mike, your purpose in life is to pour into men, whether that's walk with them for a day, a week, six weeks, a year, or a lifetime. Mm-hmm. And um, and I clearly knew that that was the deal. So since that time, I'd been running groups, um, you know, men meeting together to really actually uh, be real, open, honest, and transparent. Mm-hmm. Um, and then is men- that a problem for men in our culture? You think? Yeah. <laughs> it's a huge problem because we, you know, we've never had anybody that we've felt close enough that we could do that too because we never see it modeled most of the time we don't see it from our dads we don't see it from other men so you wake up one day you're supposed to be the spiritual leader the mentor all of these things and nobody's taught us so we wind up faking it or putting on Hmm. you know we say the right things um and but we had um when i was at seacoast in charleston we would do a 30 mile hike over four days and men would break down those walls so me and the guy, Travis, because guys couldn't always do the hike, we started a little um, a retreat. A little mini retreat. Yeah, right. for like three days. We started with eight guys, and this was nine years ago. Um, we just had it three two weeks ago. We had 215 guys at the retreat. Isn't that awesome? It is, man. It's incredible to see what God does because when I moved down to Florida, I said, I need to get this started but I also knew I needed somebody to do the details. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul had Barnabas, and you have different people, right, that can do the details. First year we did it in Florida, 48. Last February, 96, and we're getting ready to do it this February, and who knows. But we see chains being broken. We see marriages being restored, people getting baptized. We actually see for the first time in their life they can be like, oh, I didn't realize I was dealing with this. I mm-hmm. didn't realize you were dealing with this. And guys are able to just in those 36 hours, what the Holy Spirit does from Friday evening until Sunday about noon is it, it's like looking over uh, Jesus and watching what he did. Like well, the they experience authentic manhood in community. Yes. Don't yes. They? Well, yes. talk a little bit just about your experience at SWAT. One, when you like, how did you even hear about SWAT? Like, I can't even remember. So, yeah. So, um, I started going to the Y to do, I started oh, swimming that. laps and I show up the first day and I'm walking in the Y and there's a guy at the door greeting and I walk past him and then, and I was like, wait a minute, I 
because I always get to know the was people. Was that Riley? It was Riley. Yeah. So I pulled back and I and I met him and and we started talking. He's the ambassador of the Y. I mean, he's he's <laughs> invited more people to SWAT from the YMCA. Uh, but that's cool. I didn't know that. I forgot that. Yeah. So you know, Ron invited it. And probably I'd been going about three or four weeks, and I'd always talk to him. And he said, hey, man, you might enjoy this this Bible study. Well, so many times I was the one leading the Bible studies all the time. And I thought I knew the importance of getting in a Bible study, but also who are you going to follow? I didn't want to go meet a social club. I didn't want to go meet and just. And that happens a lot with Bible studies, yeah. doesn't it? Yeah, because because it's easy, right? It's safe. And it's like, oh, we had a good time, and we just we joke around. And I've got a lot of friends I do that with. But not when I want to go hear the word and then watch the person that I'm following. And, and Riley was like, well, look, you know, Doug really understands and preaches what he says. He does what he says he's going to do. He preaches the word. And so many times people want to study or they want to hear something. But, you know, actually getting in the word, cracking it open, really, really delving into it. I remember that first week I went, I thought, man, I thought, you know what? That was the quickest hour I've ever spent with somebody. Because and it goes quick, doesn't it? I mean, we're just—it's like a fire hose, man. We're drinking uh, because, and the truth is, you know, we break it up. Like, like I usually break it up into segments. Like, I don't just do a whole chapter. We'll take like we took uh, this week on the air. We're doing twenty-two through twenty-eight, and that, and we didn't even still. We didn't even go into the plumb all the depths of that. I mean, and you taught it. And it's it's and I'm so glad to have a guy like you stand up and teach the guys because we live in a culture right now where I think there's very few people that really teach and explain what the scriptures mean. They you know, and you asked me a question after you taught. You said, "What commentaries do you use?" And you know, commentaries are important. Because faithful men who have been really, um, uh, let's say, uh, intentional Mm -hmm. about the Greek language, the Hebrew language, understanding the context of the scripture uh, in the context of the culture, have have written it down to help people um, be able to look at it and explain it. Just like, you know, Ezra in the Old Testament, when he explained the scriptures that said the people repented. Yeah. And if if people are just taking a passage of scripture and just throw it out and then they tell you some story about it but don't really explain it, you don't really have the authority of God's word coming behind what you're say, saying. So I know one pastor says that it's lazy to do expository preaching, and I disagree because – when you do expository preaching, you are basically explaining who wrote it, who they wrote it to, why they wrote it, and helping people see that the Bible is not just random stories, but it all is this unfolding of God's plan and his communication with us to know how to respond to him and how to know him. So I, I'm glad you're a part of it. Oh, I appreciate it. You know, we were talking last week, and I had asked you, I said, we were talking about Apollos being one of the first people that didn't have a divine revelation. He was in, and you, you pointed me to the fact of the word instruction. Yeah. Catechism. Yeah. Yeah. It's catechism. When we come back, we'll hit on that because we're going to talk about him today and go, and we're going to finish up this week as far as, uh, 22 through 28. Um, and, um, 
you know, I, I, I never knew that, Mike. I mean, all the times I've read through the Bible, I never really paid attention in Greek, Hebrew. That stuff's important. You don't even have to have a degree to understand it. There's tools out there, and I'll talk about that when we come back, too. Hey, you're listening to SWAT Radio. Today, I have a guest in, Mike Savini, with me. Uh, Mike's a SWAT guy from the beaches, SWAT. And we're going to be talking about Apollos and uh, that passage there. We'll be right back after this first station break. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. I love Christmas music. You know, Christmas music uh, is, is is so fun to me. My daughter, Abby, loves listening mm-hmm. to Christmas music, and we listen to it all year round. And, you know, uh, unfortunately, at, at Thanksgiving and even Christmas, uh, a lot of people are depressed. They're sad. And, you know, Christmas is a celebratory time you know, Jesus wasn't born on December 25th. It's the day we celebrate his birth. You know, we could have picked December 5th. We could have picked, but we, we picked this day and the whole world celebrates Christmas when most of them, most of the people in the world don't know the celebration that we know as believers. Mm-hmm. And so we we have a mandate to put the gospel out there to people to be people who put God on display. And I love, like I'm playing Christmas music now. I play it in my truck and I turn the windows down. I want people to hear. I want people to say, are you playing Christmas music? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, so anyway, um, I, I just, I'm excited to have, uh, to have Mike Savini. Hey, I wanted to let you know too, before we get into the text today, that uh, tomorrow we have a guest we have Virgil Walker, 
Uh, Virgil is a great guy. He um, is. Uh, he works with the G3 Conference up in, uh, I think it's Atlanta they do that. And he does a podcast called Just Thinking with um, Daryl Harrison. And they put out some really, really good, meaty stuff. In fact, uh, Daryl Harrison just put something out uh, a couple of days ago after the election that just said, you know what, the bottom line, God's on his throne. You know, it doesn't matter if it's red state, blue state. I mean, listen, I'm not saying you don't vote. I'm just saying that we can't allow the politics of our world to drive our emotions. Uh, We can't. And whether Donald Trump runs for president, Ron DeSantis runs for president, it doesn't matter. Uh, What matters as believers is that we pray, we vote, we, we are good citizens, and then we respond to what God does as believers with hope in him. Our hope is always in him. And so uh, Virgil's going to be our guest tomorrow. I'm real excited. You want to tune in. Uh, if, if, you, if you're just tuning in to SWAT, you, you want to tune in tomorrow because Virgil is great, and uh, he is he – is, him and uh, Daryl wrote a book that we'll be talking about tomorrow too about the whole social justice thing. I'm trying to remember if Virgil – um, Daryl grew up in Atlanta. I'm not sure exactly where Virgil grew up, but they they both grew up in tough parts of town. And they're two black men who tell a story not of being a victim, but of being kingdom kids. And it's really a very positive thing. So you want to tune in tomorrow. Um, You know, Mike, we are in Acts 18 kind of finishing up 18 this week on the radio and we've been looking at um this uh idea of standing in the gap and when i think in my life of the people that god brought to fill in the gap she talked about not having anybody to disciple you i'm sure just like me god brought people to fill in the gaps that wasn't there. Like when we come to faith in Christ and we're babes in Christ, there's a lot of information we don't know. Mm -hmm. I mean, we just know we need Jesus and we know that we want to follow him or we want to be in relationship with God. And we say, yes, God, we want to do that. But there's a lot of information that, that needs to be filled in to help us understand the, um, imputation of his righteousness into our life what does that mean you know the uh, the fact that even though we sin every day his grace doesn't go away because we fail his grace is multiplying the effect of his redemption in our life which should make us more grateful more humble so when we think about those things uh and we look at what's going on with apollos in acts 20 uh, 18 Apollos was a man who was a believer, but he only knew the baptism of John. Now, that means he's like an Old Testament saint, like uh, like an Abraham mm-hmm. or like a, a you know a David. These were men who loved God, men who believed in God, but they they didn't see the fulfillment. They were looking forward to the promise. And and so 
Apollos even knew the name of the Messiah, but he didn't know about the cross. He didn't know about the suffering, and and he didn't know things that had to be filled in. Apollos had that happen with Aquila and Priscilla. Aquila and Priscilla had Paul filled in, and you can be assured. Listen, if you talk to somebody, do you want to talk to somebody that learned through somebody teaching them or somebody who had direct revelation from God? Me, I'm wanting to talk to the direct revelation yeah. guy, which Paul was. So Paul filled in the gaps for Aquila and Priscilla. They filled it in for Apollos. And Apollos ended up being one of the leaders and most influential people in the Corinthian church. So much so that Paul had to write them and say, hey, listen, you guys are breaking into factions. Some of you say you follow Apollos. Some say Paul. It's not about Paul, Apollos or Paul. It's about Jesus. And so um, we looked Monday at this idea of submitting to the authority of God's word and his leaders because we saw Paul is is um, engaged as he was with God to get this direct revelation. It says he went back to the church in Jerusalem to submit himself to their leadership, which had to be pretty humbling for him, you know? Yes, agreed, yeah. I mean, even almost maybe awkward since he tried to kill some of them or maybe, you know, but he was doing all this work. It would have been very easy for him after his second missionary journey to come back and feel like he was the, he was the big cheese, but instead he comes back, humbles himself, goes to them, reports to them, goes to Antioch, and then he, he starts going back. But in the process, Luke pivots over to Apollos meeting Aquila and Priscilla. And I heard you did a really good job of bringing that out, that uh, what Paul wrote Timothy to do, uh, Priscilla and Aquila was doing. Hey, if you find faithful men, instruct them so they can find faithful men so they can instruct others. And that's what they did. And Apollos, just real quick, was a Jew raised in Alexandria, home of the biggest library in the world. Well, why is that important? You know, today in our culture, Libraries, we don't think that much about it. We take it for granted. In that culture, if your city had a big library, guess what? It meant you were educated, more than likely. And Alexandria had the biggest library in the world. The second largest was in Tarsus, which is where Paul grew up. So there's a lot of similarities between Paul and uh, Apollos. And he was orthodox in his teaching. We covered all this yesterday. Uh, And it says they shepherded him. Well, today... We're going to focus in on verses 27 and 28 where God calls us to support the advancement of his work. And, Mike, just in my life, to be honest with you, growing up, I grew up in the Baptist church. And I say in the church, that's where my parents took me, and we always heard about the Lottie Moon uh, mission offering, um, Annie Armstrong offering these, these were offerings to help support the work of the kingdom. Missionaries would come. They would tell us what's going on. Little knowing that I would ever be on the receiving end as an itinerant evangelist missionary, um, doing work in Russia and India and all these places. And so I've seen it from both sides. And I will tell you for a large part of my early part of ministry, I felt like a beggar. Mm-hmm. And no missionary, no preacher 
should ever feel that way. We, we People who represent the Most High God, who have set apart not working in the workplace, in the marketplace, because there's people God calls to the marketplace. You're one of those guys. You're out in the marketplace. Yesterday, Bob Grauman was on. He's one of those guys. Brad's one of those guys. Marketplace ministers have a place, but so do people that God sets apart and says, no, I, I want you to focus on this. None of those people should feel like beggars. Those are people, and, and part of that was on me. I mean, like, because because I was a guy who who was like, you know, you would go talk to people and people, oh, here's a missionary. People even make jokes, here's a missionary handshake, and they would have an open palm, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but sometimes people that supported us would act like, like I know they were trying to be good stewards, but I can remember one time uh, we took, you know, I took my wife out for lunch after church on Sunday and we saw one of our supporters and they said, do you think that's a good use of your money to go out to eat for lunch on Sunday? And I was like, well, you're here. I mean, like, <laughs> um, is it a good use of your money? I mean, th- the truth of the matter is that, that I've always tried to look at God as my provider and he uses people. And when we can have that view, it means one, we don't get tied into giving credit to a man or woman Mm -hmm. that only should go to God. But the responsibility on his kingdom people is to support and advance the work. And that's not just through money. And one of the reasons I'm glad to have you on today is, one of the things you do every Wednesday is you cook breakfast for the guys at SWAT. You come in there, you go buy the groceries, you use your time, you could be doing other things, but you give your time. So often people only think about the aspect of giving money. And when we come back, I want to pick up on that a little bit with you, and I'd like you to talk about that um, and get your thoughts on it because you're one of the guys who's giving your time, uh, and and that is supporting kingdom work and uh, advancing the kingdom so when we come back after the news break uh, i'd like to get your thoughts on that okay yeah all right hey you're listening to swat radio this is doug mccary of his light ministries i want to give a shout out to our stations wmox in meridian wmer in meridian wpmh up on the lighthouse in uh, virginia beach here in uh, jacksonville wtrj up in folkston georgia and st augustine so grateful and even those who listen through the SWAT radio app if you're getting out of your car you can go to www.swatradio.com and click on the listen live and uh, join us that way on your phone or app so we'll be right back after the news on SWAT radio it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas everywhere you go Take a look at the five and ten, glistening once again, with candy canes and silver lanes aglow. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, toys in every store. But the prettiest sight to see is the holly that will be on your own front door. A pair of hop-along boots and a pistol that shoots as the wish of Bonnie and Ben. Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. Okay, you got to admit, you smile when you listen to that song. I just, I love those kind of songs. It's just great. Reminds me of 
the most wonderful time of the year to celebrate that our king would come to walk among us mm-hmm. and give his life for us. Man, it's a great, great reminder. Um, hey, you're listening to SWAT Radio, and we are in Acts chapter 18. I want to read the text again. We're in 18.22 through 28. We have talked about verses 22 through 26. Explain them. And uh, we're not going to go back over them simply to say that God calls us to submit to the authority of his word and his leaders, and that's what Paul did in 22 and 23. And then shepherd the accuracy of his witnesses. That's what uh, Priscilla and Aquila did in verses 24 through 26. And today we're focusing on 27 and 28. So I'm going to read 27 and 28 when it says, And when he wished, he there is Apollos, to cross to Achaia, the brothers encouraged him, and they wrote to the disciples to welcome him. When he arrived, he greatly helped those who through grace had believed, for he powerfully refuted the Jews in public, showing by the scriptures that the Christ was Jesus, that the Messiah was Jesus. So here's the thing. Apollos had to be pulled aside by Priscilla and Aquila, and he had this burning passion to go share what he had learned. And he wanted to go to Corinth. That's where he ends up going. And and so it says that when he wished to go, they encouraged him. And they, on his behalf, wrote to the people there and said, hey, welcome him. This is a good guy. That that was not necessarily monetary. They may have given him some kind of monetary stuff, but that was just making the effort to say, we want to help this guy. And sometimes that help can be a phone call. Sometimes mm-hmm. that help can be, hey, I'll write you a letter of recommendation, or you can use my name, or it may be that you come in and you cook breakfast, Mike. Talk a little bit about that as you do that. Nobody's around but you and what that feels like as somebody who's contributing, but not necessarily in a monetary way. It's just giving your time. Yeah. I think when you when you serve, the most incredible thing about serving is we get the opportunity to serve. It's not what we do. It's an opportunity. And you had said one morning, it's like, hey, somebody's not here to cook. Can you cook? And it's like, yeah, I don't want you to worry about you need to be focused on the people, you need to be focused on the message, and the ability to come in and serve and do that for the group, it, it's it's doing it for the Lord. Mm-hmm. And, and, and the Lord fills you up, and then he gives you other opportunities to serve. So you're constantly looking out for opportunities to serve because he's like, I got a lot of areas. Like you said, a phone call, a text, an encouraging word, you know, if you if you don't see somebody. But I think something small like that, allows you to focus on what you need to do because you don't have to worry about did the groceries get bought did the yeah. stuff get cooked you're able to be in there on point be able to focus on the message and really honestly being able to serve you get more out of it than you can ever give ever well i i look at apollos and i think one of the things they kept from happening by sending a letter with him is imagine some guy showing up saying hey i want to talk to you guys about the messiah your first question is, well, what qualifies you? I, I'm, you know what I mean? Right. And yeah. so or, or what, what, what makes you qualified to do that? 
They wanted to avoid that, and so they encouraged him. But I was just thinking even about the advancement of the work. There's some passages in Scripture that I think are very instructive. Acts, I'm sorry, Psalm Psalm 96, verses 2 and 3, says, Sing to the Lord, bless his name, tell of his salvation from day to day, declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous work among all the peoples. If a servant of the Most High God wants to do those things that I just read, which we all should be doing, we should be enthusiastically supporting that any way we can with our time, our resources, uh, whatever, because we're called to do that, to declare. what, And that's what Apollos wanted to do. Priscilla and Aquila pulled him aside and he goes, hey, can I go to Achaia and tell him about this? And, and they said, sure, let's write him a letter. And that's what they did. They sent him on the way. And what did it say happened? He got there. He powerfully refuted the Jewish people that were saying, no, this isn't true. He was, he was bold. He was another Paul. Apollos, in, and he ends up becoming one of the most influential guys in the Corinthian church history. Yep. It said by the word. Yeah. With the, with the word. With the word, which is key. It wasn't his personality. It was the word. Another scripture is Luke 10.2. In Luke 10.2, Jesus said, The harvest is plentiful, mm-hmm. but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. My wife and I had the chance to meet with a young lady who feels called to a mission field. And um, we listened to her share. We asked her questions. Hey, tell us about how you feel called. Tell us what happened. Tell us your process, you know. And we were so encouraged as we were listening to her talk about the call of God. We both commented. We could see the countenance of God on her, her excitement to go share the gospel in tough places. Now, you're talking about for a young lady in her mid-20s to go to a hard-to-reach place as a single woman? That's a, that, we, we enthusiastically want to support her. Why? Because she's going to do the work. We all should be looking for those kind of people to say, we'll support you. We want to do everything we could to pour gasoline on that fire burning in her. And that's what they did for Apollos. One other verse, 1 Corinthians 16, 1 through 3. Paul writes the Corinthians, actually, and he says, listen, Concerning the collection for the saints, as I directed the churches of Galatia, so you also are to do. On the first day of every week, each of you is to put something aside, stored up as he may prosper, so that you won't have to collect when I come. And when I arrive, I will send those whom you accredit by letter to carry your gift to Jerusalem. And so what Paul's saying is, you need to be putting aside money every month to help the brothers and sisters in Jerusalem. And when I come, we won't do a big collection because you're putting money aside each month. But when you come, I'm going to endorse those people that take this money to go take it to support the church. The Jerusalem church was the mothership church. 
And and Paul always felt, uh, uh, biblically so, I believe, um, uh, a responsibility to give back to those who made it possible for him to have. And there's a principle there. If you've been ministered to by somebody, if you've been ministered to by ministry, you know, it's a biblical thing to give to support that kingdom work. As it helps you grow, he's helping others grow or they're helping others grow. And so one final verse in Third John 1, 5 and 6, Beloved, it is a faithful thing you do in all your efforts for these brothers. Do you know who Paul's writing here? I mean, John's writing. He's writing the Ephesian church. He says it's a faithful thing, strangers as they are, who testified to your love before the church. You will do well to send them on their, on their journey in a manner worthy of God. In other words, encourage them. People, if you get a chance to encourage a servant of the Most High God, a preacher, a teacher, a missionary, um, anybody serving, the most high God don't don't look at them one as somebody who wants your money don't look at them as somebody who always needs help look at them as somebody to encourage for the kingdom and to help them accomplish God's kingdom purposes and join them in that join them by prayer join them by finances join them by giving your time that's what they did with Apollos And Luke brings that out to say, hey, they sent him on his way. And notice what happened. Remember how he came in to the church there? He came in as somebody who needed gaps filled. They filled the gaps, and they didn't say, hey, listen, you got to wait five years. They filled in the gaps. And he goes, man, I really want to go share this. And they sent him on his way. Isn't that cool? It is. Yes. Yeah, I, I just love that. And I think... It's a good reminder for us that, you know, they encouraged him and he greatly helped those who believed, you know, as we, as we kind of end our section here this week, because the next section we're going to open up for calls, but I think we have to ask ourselves the question, are we under the authority of God's word and his leaders like Paul was, you know, in that first section? Um, are we helping fill in the gaps for people by shepherding like Priscilla and Aquila did? Who has God brought around us? Are we seeing that with open eyes, those kind of people, are we supporting the work of his workers? Are we supporting the work to evangelize and disciple people in our community, in our world? Those are questions as believers we've got to answer. You can't just ignore those. We need to be able to say yes to every one of those. And I think it's important, too. You only have to be one step ahead of somebody to help them. Yes. You don't have to be an incredible orator. You don't have to know the scriptures front and back. You just have to be one or two steps ahead of somebody. There's always somebody that's a few steps behind you that you can pull up. Yes. That's that's exactly right. Um, Because Apollos, he was in Egypt, and he just, the Lord had told him, I guess, you know, go to Ephesus. He didn't have a big congregation behind him he didn't and he went there and you know what god blessed him hey listen i want to give you our number uh this week on friday the 18th the chosen series um 
Season 3, Episodes 1 and 2 is premiering at the theater. I'm going to give away some tickets here. Uh, 1-844-777-7928. 1-844-777-7928. If you are in the Jacksonville area, you can call in and uh, I will get you some tickets so you can go see that uh, on Friday the 18th. We're going to be right back after this last break with more from SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.acedoor.com. Oh, come all ye faithful, joyful and triumphant. Oh, come ye, oh, come ye to Bethlehem. Oh, come and behold him, born the King of Angels. Oh, come let us Hey, welcome back to SWAT Radio. It's Doug McCary. Sorry, I missed that, Mark, didn't I, Jeremy? That's how you know we're live. Uh, you make uh, little things like that. I was a little engrossed in The Chosen. I was thinking about The Chosen on Friday night. Hey, if you're listening... And you would like to go to the 645 on Friday, November 18th. Give me a call. One, that's for Jacksonville right now. Uh, if you're in the Jacksonville area, 1-844-777-7928. Give a call and uh, we will try to get you um, tickets there. I'll try to send you the tickets so one eight four four seven 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 SWAT, Mike, you've you've watched the chosen, haven't you? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, what do you think about that, man? I think it's incredible. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of different shows, uh, uh, you know, about the Old Testament and different things, but this brings it to a whole different level. I mean, you really, um, you really understand Jesus' ministry and the, and the disciples in a in a way that just really can't be described hmm yeah it's it's uh I, what i love about it is the cultural aspect it brings to it you know mm-hmm. the, the cultural aspect is really good um so anyway uh 
If you're listening out there in Jacksonville, 1-844-777-7928. And uh, you can call in. Jeremy will take your call and get some info from you. And then we'd like to say hi to you and let you know about your tickets to go see The Chosen here in Jacksonville, 645 on Friday, November 18th. It's going to be showing. I think they've added some uh, some different times now because they were sold out or close to sold out. So uh, also uh, on Friday, we'll give away some tickets maybe in Meridian. Uh, but I have tickets here in Jacksonville right now. If you want to go see The Chosen, call 844-777-7928. Um, one of the my favorite episodes of The Chosen is Season 1, Episode 3, and it's the children episode where mm-hmm. he he says, do you know the Shema? And he gets them to all say the Shema. And it's really sweet to hear all those children saying it. And he gets emotional as he watches the children saying the Shema. And, um, you know, I was, I was thinking of Deuteronomy where it says, teach this to your children when you rise up, you know, when you go out, wherever you go be teaching these things to your children and boy we've kind of we've kind of relegated our parental role of teaching our children a lot to churches instead of us as parents teaching them and um, it was always something in the jewish culture the parents did yeah you know they 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 yeah kids went to school they did go to the school but they taught them in the home they talked about it constantly uh, it was always whether they rise or where they go to bed. And that's something that uh, I love about The Chosen, that you see that aspect of it. Um, you know, one of the things Lori and I try to do a lot is we, we, just, we have lots of gospel conversations, lots of biblical conversations throughout our day. It's not just something that happens on Sunday, mm. uh, which, to be honest, uh, there was a lot of that early on in my life. You know, it was almost like a compartment until God began to show me that, you know, um, it's got to be, it's not a compartment. It's a, it's a, it's a part of your life. Uh, so anyway, anybody can call right now and you can get tickets. Uh, if you call one eight four four seven 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 nine two eight, somebody just texted me and said, can I call any does anybody mean anybody i think it means anybody means anybody so uh (laughs) you know uh that's the whole thing um i think we had a caller yesterday after the program was over and um i told him to call back today um but apparently they don't want the tickets so i'm gonna be taking a bunch of people from swat i'm gonna give them away to swat guys if i don't give them away (laughs) here but i thought People might like to have a ticket to the chosen. It's it's really going to be a cool opportunity. Again, I think it's pretty much sold out. Uh, they added a nine fifteen feature on Friday, I think, because of it. But if you want to go see it, you can call in eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. And hey, listen, if you want to just get tickets, you can go to um, the website. Um, just Google, you can go put in Google um, chosen tickets and it'll take you to their website um, and you can just buy tickets at your theater. You know, I'm not sure what 
theater will be the best one for you to go to. But if you uh, if you go to the uh, website angel.com, I'll have the chosen angel.com, and uh, you can just put in your zip code, and it'll bring up the theaters. You just click on it, and you can get tickets if you want to pay. If you're in Jacksonville and you want to have a couple of free tickets that are already paid for, gifted to you, you can call right now. Uh, we got about five minutes left. You know what will happen, Jeremy, is we'll get people that will call right when the program's ending, and that ain't going to happen. I'm just going to give them to SWAT guys because <laughs> you got to say something on the air. you got to call in and let us know who you are and where you're from. So uh, I, might, I might give Mike a couple, you know. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> just for being here today. I think one of my favorite uh, lines in uh, The Chosen is when he's talking to John the Baptist, and John the Baptist asks him, do you always do the Lord's will? He said, I always do my Father's will. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make it easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just thought, you know, that's that being obedient and and doing the the will of the Father. Mm-hmm. Even when it hurts, even when it's hard, even when it's difficult, because you and and we were talking about circumstances earlier. Think about this: Jesus knew what he was going to face at the end. Yeah, but he still laughed. He still had a good time. I mean, like right now, I'm currently out of a job. You know what? That does not affect my attitude. Mm-hmm. Circumstances do not define my joy, my peace, my happiness, and 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 serving. I don't pull back in a shell, and I think. You know, Jesus did that perfectly. He knew what the end was going to hold, but he still went to weddings. He still went to feasts. He still laughed with the disciples. He still taught. He still worked all the way up to the very end. Yeah, he did. And even when he knew what, you know, here's what's so crazy about the end of his life. He was telling them over and over, this is going to happen, this is going to happen. And when they finally start to see it, it about to happen, they start arguing over who's going to be the greatest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But even in that, he's so gracious. He's so gracious. His grace is there. And, um, and yeah, so I, and, and you know, I, I'll have to say this, Jonathan Rumi, the guy that plays Jesus again, everybody knows Jonathan Rumi's not Jesus. He plays a part based on his study and what the script he gets. And he's trying to portray and, to his credit, he tries to honor what the Bible says about the different scenes. But again, these scenes aren't the Bible. They're just a depiction of what life might have been like at this time. And so he does such a good job. My wife is, um, was a extra in the feeding of the 5,000, and she got to observe them, both the director, uh, Dallas Jenkins, and the actors, and said they were just so gracious and humble, mm. which is really unusual uh, a lot of times. But that, that it's really good. I think it's that kind of a program. It's that kind of a, a story that even the actors, I heard one of them interviewed the other day, talked about the impact that it's had on him to play in this. So, um, again, if you want tickets to The Chosen, if you're just tuning in, you got about three minutes, 844-777-7928. Um, otherwise, Mike's going to take a bunch of friends to uh, The Chosen on Friday. Because <laughs> I bought these tickets uh, to give them away. Um, 
And tomorrow I have a guest, so I won't be doing it tomorrow. I might could give away some on Friday. So maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll give you a couple and hold back four of them. So uh, anyway, uh, Mike, it has been a pleasure having you in today. This is your first time to be on. It it? is. I appreciate the opportunity. It's been great. Yeah, it's good. Hey, listen, you don't just have to call in about that. You can call in about anything we've talked about, really. You know, during this segment of the program, it's that time that we make available for you to call in to say, hey, um, we would – disagree with you or we got a comment or whatever and so uh anyway somebody just tried to call i think uh we we might have a caller for the tickets do we we could be giving away some tickets here mike let's do uh, it we could be uh yep jeremy do we got people that want tickets or is it a question it might be a comment you know the thing about live radio is you never know what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, we stumble through some things in here. Um, Jeremy's done a great job for us uh, as our producer, and uh, so we—I think we got about two minutes left. Uh, let's see. He's writing, Kevin. Kevin, welcome to SWAT Radio. How are you? Good. How you doing? I'm good, Kevin. How are you doing tonight? Uh, wonderful where are you calling from jacksonville well kevin are you calling about the tickets yes sir all right how many how many people you got i was gonna take uh, me and my wife well i tell you what i got you two tickets you're in seats e13 e14 E13 and E14 at the 645. Did you give Jeremy your email? Uh, get uh, I all right, give him your email, your phone number. I'll confirm with you. I'll see you there. I'll be wearing a chosen shirt and uh, I'll be looking for you in those seats. I'll be there at the front to give you the tickets or I'll I'll actually email you, but you'll be in E13 and E14, okay? Awesome. All right. Kevin, thanks for calling in. Chosen at 645, folks, on Friday night. It's, it's actually 3 or 4. We'll be back tomorrow with Virgil Walker. Stay tuned to SWAT Radio. If you missed a SWAT Radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening spiritual